Welcome to the Meet Us in Paris podcast, where each week we explore a different corner of the world to bring you stories, tips, and insights to help you plan your next adventure. And with me is Kristen. Hello, mate. <laughs> You're still here, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow, Hello, that's quite an accent you got. It sounds like um, like when uh, Madonna came back from London. Yeah, I know. I apologize for the offensiveness. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I just mentioned, Kristen just came back from London and its whereabouts. So, for this week, we're going to take a closer look at the day trips outside of London, a chance to escape the hustle and bustle of the city, and discover the hidden gems of the surrounding countryside. Join us as we explore the charming villages, historic landmarks, maybe the coastline and the countryside that just lie that lie just beyond the city limits. And we're going to talk about our personal experiences, me and my case, mostly the research that I've done and <laughs> we'll, and providing some practical advice to help you plan your own perfect day trip outside of London. So whether you're a seasoned traveler or a first time adventurer, there's something for everyone in this episode. So sit back relax, and get ready to be inspired. Let's go on a journey and discover the beauty of day trips outside of London. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Hey, we're back. Since you went to London, I'm going to let you talk about your day trips. You had, I saw a lot of your Instagram and it looked a lot like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, you know, what's funny is, I mean, London is obviously one of the biggest cities in the world. One of the most popular there is so much to do there. Um, I had been to London twice previously, and yet I had never left really the city limits. Um, there's plenty. There's so much to do. Um, you need a lot of trips and a lot of days. I feel like to see all of London. Um, but it was always sad because you know the English countryside is like renowned and their gardens and there's so much to see in England outside of London. So. This trip was more or less specifically to see Southern England. Um, so I was really excited to get to see some of that um, outside of the city. But we did also spend a lot of time in the city because my husband hadn't um, been there before. So um, there are lots of like little places you can go. There are also a lot of great cities that because the country is so small, are so accessible and easy. And this might be a bit of a hot take, but... I loved that we, for the longest time, we based ourselves out of Bath, the city of Bath. England. And this is barely a little more than an hour train ride from London. There's direct trains from London's Paddington Station to Bath. Um, and Bath is just the quintessential perfect little storybook town. Um, I think the whole city is actually a World Heritage Site. Um, and you may know it now because Bridgerton has actually done a lot of filming there. Um, so people who've watched Bridgerton may want to make a trip out there to see some of those filming sites. Um, and Bath is 
it is small. It's actually doable to like as a day trip if you wanted to just go from London and be there for a few hours. We actually stayed there. And I loved it. It felt so, granted, we were traveling with a toddler, so it was so nice not being so overwhelmed by crowds. Um, and there was still a lot to do there. Um, this this city is very old. So um, I, it was actually, I believe, established by the Romans, not to say that there weren't already like some indigenous um, people there, but the Romans really set up what is now the city. Um, and it is named for the Roman baths that are there. So that's one of the big things that you do there. Um, they have these, the ancient Roman baths, um, they built them around the natural warm springs that were there. And you can tour this whole area. The bath is still there. It is like green water. You don't get to go inside, but you get to see um, all these different rooms. They had like in like the plunge areas and they had like men's swimming areas and women's swimming areas. And this whole um, place also had like Roman temples for sacrifice and for worship. Um, so this, this predates even William the Conqueror coming and establishing England. So it's kind of like a Roman settlement there. Um, so a lot of history. It also has this beautiful area called the Royal Crescent. And this is what people have seen on Bridgerton. And it's essentially this half moon shape of um, townhouses. But just the way it's built and it stretches, it's very elegant. They have beautiful gardens nearby. Um, you know, we're there in spring. So green grass, beautiful flowers that are blooming. You have uh, beautiful birds. You know, in California, I'm just used to seeing brown sparrows and black crows and these had colorful birds everywhere um the weather was just overcast and cool and it's just you get so much of the english um flavor there and we did afternoon tea um plenty of places to shop and to get food um they had even like mini golf that we did there. I just thought it was the, the perfect little alcove. Um, and it is a city. So it's not like you're just in a little village where you just have lunch and like kind of walk around and that's it. Like there's, there is a lot going on, um, but it is small. So you could do it quickly, but it's really nice to base yourself there. Um, a lot of history there. And I think it's probably one of the lesser known gems of England and I really support it. <laughs> so um, I would even say if you are just going to London, if you can take a day and go visit Bath, you totally get a different flavor of English culture. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, nice. I don't know if you have any questions. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Oh, they're also kind of known for Jane Austen. So she lived there, I think, while she wrote some of her novels. She is from the South. I don't think she's from Bath primarily. Um but she does have a big connection to the city and there is like a Jane Austen museum there. So if that interests people too. Cool. That's a site. Yeah. Well, so that's one. <laughs> this is somewhere that I, okay. So first of all, I've been to London obviously, but I have not actually done day trips. I've spent all my time in London. I did so easy do to some, do that. Yeah. right. Well, it's just like, just like any city that you could go to, you could spend, months years and not know the city and mm -hmm. we wanted to we wanted to spend more time discovering london than going outside of london but these were two things that i that were on our short list i did research on when we were there and the first one was um 
the reason why we didn't go was because at the time my daughter was not a Harry Potter fan yet. Um, um, she she wasn't a Harry Potter fan and she didn't read the books and she didn't see the movies, but there's the Harry Potter Warner Brothers studio tour. And it I've heard I've had friends go. Everyone says it's fabulous. Um, you can go to King's Cross, um, <laughs> which is in downtown London. And when you're at King's Cross, that's where the, um, oh, what's it called? Like the platform um, nine and three quarters. Yeah, exactly. And they have the a replica. Of, yeah, they have, they have a, um, a replica of that where they actually have like a shopping cart or a cart that's halfway through a wall and you can post next to it and have your picture taken next to it, which is really cool. But yeah. that's not, um, that's not the studio tour on the studio tour. You can actually visit the sets of the Harry Potter film and they actually have still up the great hall, Diagon alley, Hogwarts express and quite a few others. And so like, if you like the movie, mm. you actually can go visit them when you're there they also teach you a little bit about the filmmaking process. Um, this is a tour that they do. You learn how the films are made and see, obviously, the props and clothes and special effects. Um, they also have an experience where you get to ride a broomstick, which I oh, think yeah. sounds really cool. You get to sit on a replica, you know, and get lifted nice. into the air. So nice. that seems like a cool little thing That's to do. So- Did you do that? No, you have no, no, I didn't get a chance to go, you know, because my daughter, okay. you know, and, and in fact, I actually dragged her to, um, to King's Cross specifically, you know, we're actually, we're leaving from King's Cross, but the thing is like, I want to take her to look at the King's Cross and the, um, the, the, um, the luggage cart, because I was like, look, if you don't see this, you'll understand a few years down the road and, right. and then a few years down the road, it's like, that's what dad took you to go see. And she's like, Oh my God, I was there. So, <laughs> but You're at the time, she, yeah, she didn't understand, the, you know, what she was looking at at the time. Um, of course. What else? Oh, you know what? The, uh, they, they offer butter beer. Nice. And yeah. Yes. So they offer butter beer there because one of the things, when I read the books, I actually read all the books before I saw the movies um, mm-hmm. and the thing was, you know, even in, when you watch the movie, what, what does butter beer taste like? And I was told it tastes very much like a butterscotch soda. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's kind of neat. And then they also have a huge model of Hogwarts castle, which was used in the filming of the movie. So it's, you know, really oh. detailed. And so if you're a Harry Potter fan, you got to go see the darn thing. So, but um, they have all sorts the- of, t- you know, it's it's outside of it's it's not in London proper, but it's somewhere. Um, you know, it's like on the edge, kind of like the the skirts of the city. So, okay, but accessible uh, but you can like public transport. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's pretty easy to get to. Yeah. Um, and then okay. you also have all sorts of tours um, that you can take, and they'll just pick you up downtown. And then you don't even have to. It's it's oh, very nice. much a day trip. Yeah, so you can <laughs> you can just go out there um, for the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. You know, they we have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios here in LA, and they do sell butter beer, and they also 
they sell it as like a normal liquid and then also as like a frozen slushy. Really? So you have like two options. Yeah, and it is really good. And it's basically what you said, like a butterscotch soda. Mm, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone, you know, I, I, you know, she's controversial now, but JK Rowling apparently tasted it and she says, that's exactly what I was, that's wow. what it tastes like. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess, you know, I just thought that was kind of cool that she's like, that's what it tastes like. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, straight from her mind. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so uh, my second place you have probably heard of. Um, it's called Windsor is the name of the city. And um, you've probably heard of it because of Windsor Castle. Um, this right. is outside of the London city limits. And what's funny is it's closer to Heathrow than London is. But in the opposite huh. direction. And um, we actually flew into Heathrow and then we went straight to Windsor. So we took a cab there and the first cab passed us up. They didn't want to take us to Windsor because it was, they wanted to go to London. You know, they go to the airport to get like these bigger fares right. and there's drones going into the city and they didn't want to take us to Windsor because it was such a short trip. <laughs> um, but again, we it's in the make, opposite yeah. direction. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are trains that get you there very easily, but um, this has Windsor Castle, and this is where it has St. George's Chapel and the Frogmore Cottage Ground. So this is where Harry and Meghan got married. This is where Eugenie and Jack got married, and this is where they do their Easter service um, every year, the royal family. Um, but it is just the most charming, quaint little village town. Um, we were basically just there for a night because... We didn't want to travel all the way. Um, we didn't want to go that far after traveling with a toddler so far. So we're like, we just want to stay close, get a hotel for the night. And, you know, we'll carry on. It is the most darling little town. You have Windsor Castle that kind of dominates the skyline. It um, is just sweet little like cobblestone streets, winding, beautiful little pubs, great food. Um, we stayed at the cutest little inn and then the river is right there and it's filled with swans and geese and duck. Um, we had so much fun with my daughter feeding the swans. Um, and it was just the most beautiful, idyllic little um, like English countryside town. And I remember being very intrigued by it because I had watched um, Harry and Meghan's wedding and after getting married, they did like the carriage ride throughout the streets of Windsor. And it just looked so beautiful. It was such a storybook, green. At that time, it was um, closer to summer. So they had like beautiful, clear skies and sun. And we had more overcast, drizzly weather. But um, it just hills and stone castles and um, the river. It was just so beautiful. And it's even closer than Bath. So if you don't want to go as far as Bath, you can go somewhere like Windsor. And this is on the map. It is smaller, but because of the royal residence there, um, it does have a bit of a population um, and like lots to do. But you get, again, like get outside the city and you get more of a like rustic flavor rather than big city London. Um and I'm sure a lot of these other places you've heard of, like Oxford and Cambridge, are probably very similar. They're outside of London. They're totally easy to get by um, from the train. I've never done them, um, so I can speak to Windsor. And I thought it was so cute. And it really felt like I was out of London and more in England, 
And I really enjoyed that. So I totally support it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's hard when you get these big metropolitan cities, um, especially in this day and age. So many of them are so, you know, globalized, like people from all over. Um, they're huge cities. It can be easy to feel like you're just in another city. And so to me, I always like getting a little bit more authenticity. Um, and so finding these little alcoves like that, I feel like you really get that impression. So while you were talking about this, because he yes. asked um, the the Warner Brothers studio in London, I had it in kilometers, and I don't think in kilometers, so I actually yeah. did like a calculation. So it's right. actually about twenty one miles from downtown, but it takes like an hour to get there by car. Uh, to Windsor? Oh, by car? To, no, to, no, no. To the, I'm sorry, the Warner Brothers studio. When you were oh, asking sorry, how far I it is, confused. yeah, because okay. it's outside of I'm Watford. Confused. So, okay, yes. sorry. Change the subject. I mean, got it. But... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. So, um, if you ever seen the movie Spinal Tap, one of the big jokes <laughs> is: <laughs> Have you watched Spinal Tra Tap? <laughs> they have a song about Stonehenge, and they have a <laughs> eighteen-inch high model of Stonehenge, and the druids right. and such. And the my wife always wanted to see Stonehenge, and once again, it was on her short list of things to do. It's I understand it's it's about an hour and a half away, um, you know. And there's lots of tours that will go out there, and also go to Bath along the way. So usually, if you get a tour, you can't just go to Stonehenge. It's always Bath and Stonehenge all together. Um, yeah, I've I had lots Bath of friends. Is like the city there. Yeah, yeah, and I guess. I guess Stonehenge by itself is neat to see. It's of historical mm -hmm. importance, but it's also just a bunch of stones <laughs> in the middle of yeah, a field, essentially, too. Yeah. So, so however, um, since I just kind of say it's, it's not that interesting um, visually, other than it's so grandiose, you go check it out, take some photos next to it, I came up with a bunch of factoids. Okay. Oh, there you go. Stonehenge is believed to be roughly 4,000 years old, but it was built over a period of over 1,500 years. Wow. Can you even so, imagine? Well, here's one of the problems, not problems, is that the stones are massive. Some of the stones apparently weigh as much as 25 tons, but where they got them from is apparently it's a quarry in Wales, and that quarry is over 240 miles away. And if you think about that, 4,000 years ago, how did they move a 25-ton stone mm -hmm. 240 miles? I mean, that currently would be kind of a difficult thing to do but they didn't have trucks roads all those types of things to move them so that's why it took them 1500 years i guess um nice. it's in um salisbury's plain in wiltshire england uh it is they don't to this day they actually don't know what stonehenge was used for um, they wow. believe it was used for religious and ceremonial purposes, but there's also some astrological possibilities as well, the way it's laid out. Mm -hmm. um, the stones are aligned with the movements of the sun, 
So that's why they believe that it is used as an astronomical observatory. Um, Stonehenge is one of the most popular tourist attractions in England, and it attracts millions of visitors every year. And used to be, my understanding is, you could actually go up to the Stonehenge and actually touch it and such, but now they kind of keep you back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, here's the thing is they also restored it in the 20th century and they went under several restoration projects to preserve the site um, and prevent further uh, deterioration. Um, So, you know, it's a bunch of rocks, but what do you do? So, and there's some controversy of who manages the site, you know, so there's kind of like, is it, who does this actually belong to? And yeah, who does it actually belong to? Is it the city? Is it the state? Is it a country? You know, who does it belong to? And it's also on the UNESCO World Heritage Site and is considered one of the most important prehistoric sites in the world. Yeah, so I believe it. I think that's 10. I might have missed one somewhere along the way, but that's my 10 random factoids. So when you're actually looking at the thing along your way to Bath, now you got these this pieces of information that you can tell everyone about. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some horrible meme that was like, because you know Easter Island has the headstones, the yes. faces. Yeah. And you know, that's I don't know if it's exactly halfway around the world, but someone made a meme that was like, those heads are there, and if they go straight through the earth, then they come out at Stonehenge as like their toes and like they're connected. Oh, no. That's funny. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, one other thing. Uh, we did not get to do this. We were traveling with a toddler, so that always comes with some restrictions. Um, but um, if you're a fan of Ted Lasso, which I am, um, and they film in a very not London area, like a little suburb would look cute. And I looked it up and these are actually kind of suburbs of London and you can easily get there, not even on a train, but on the underground. They are the neighborhoods Richmond and Twickenham. And I wanted to go just to kind of see, not even uh, because like Ted Lasso, but on Ted Lasso, when I see it, it looks so darling and cute and like a little English village that I wanted to just go check that out because it looks so sweet. Um, We did not, but super accessible from London. So depending on um, how much of a fan you are or what you're interested in, that's like a really doable thing from like the inner city. So did you (laughs) hear, did you hear Ryan Reynolds bought a soccer team? Hmm? Shoot. You cut out a little bit. I I must've lost you for a second. Did you, did you hear that Ryan? Oh, did you hear that? Ryan? Yeah. Can you hear me? Did you hear that Ryan yes, yes. Reynolds uh, bought a soccer team? You know, yes, so I did. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, so he yeah, bought yeah, a yeah. soccer team called Wrexham AFC, and and it's very. I guess right. they become fairly successful um, because of all the people that he's brought, and you know, he put in a little bit of money, and I guess they're doing a documentary on it as well. Oh wow. Yeah, well, so I'm kind of curious to see. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how that looks. So, for sure, yeah. Oh, nice. But yeah, so much to do in London. Um, I, I mean, I can't even fault anyone if they can't get outside of the city. But 
you know, it is such a big city. I feel like there's plenty of reasons to go. So if you find yourself there, you know, more times than you can count and you need something else to do rather than going to Westminster or something, there's a lot of great places just outside the city to visit. So Southern London is, yeah, filled with uh, lots of opportunities. So, uh, yep. So yeah. All right. So I guess that kind of takes care of that. <laughs> um, thank you guys into our London day trips episode. We hope that you guys had as much fun as we did. What do you think? Uh, contact us on our social media channels where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. Also, if you're newer to our podcast, be sure to listen to our podcast where we talk about New York coffee curiosities. Then we talk about New York City coffee cups and coffee that originated from the city. Meet us in Paris is the University of California, Irvine. Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci for their professional courses. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye! Bye. <laughs>